Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Thursday, the 19th of January. Good to have you aboard. We got a lot to get to, a lot going on here today. Appreciate you hanging out with us. However, you're listening to the show, whether it be on iTunes or Amazon, Google, Spotify, iHeart, make sure you hit the like button, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. I love you a long time. You tell your mother, you tell your friends, you tell your family, spread the word about your favorite little podcast here, Zaslow Show 2.0. Of course, Part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Love those guys. Having a real good time being on with them now for this is uh, this is week number two. First full week that we're a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. And I really appreciate those guys. And again, everything 
Zaslow Show 2.0 is brought to us by our title sponsor, Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. We're just two sleeps away from the NFL Divisional Round. You know, the NFL Divisional Round used to be my favorite football weekend of the year. I think it's now Super Wild Card Weekend. Because since they added the teams last, was it last year or two years ago? Since they added the teams, I think it was last year, right? Yeah, last year was when we went to 17 games. Since they added the teams, now you get two extra games. You get six super wild card games, including a Monday night football game. And super wild card round was very, very good this this year. So, divisional rounds are still great. Uh, you know, we, you, got, you got big lines, all right? And the reason you got big lines, see, this is why... The divisional round used to be my favorite, but sometimes you'll get some duds because not only do you have the best teams playing because it's the teams that got to buy, teams like the Chiefs and Eagles, used to be two in each you know, uh, uh, conference that that would happen. Now it's just one, so I think there's a better chance for overall the games to be good, but you got the better teams that are hosting a team that may have pulled off an upset, like the Giants, and... You also have very big lines because those teams are now rested. So the divisional round, the matchups can look juicy, but sometimes you can get some duds because the competition is just too good with the home team. Sometimes they're playing a big underdog because maybe there was an upset in round one and they're rested. So we'll see. We'll see. But you got, look, Cowboys, 49ers, Bengals, Bills, Giants, Eagles, all three of those games, I think, even though the line is pretty big on Giants and Eagles, seven and a half, I think three of those games have potential to be just just bangers. Old school NFC matchup from the 90s from growing up, Cowboys and 49ers. Divisional game, Giants and Eagles. How about three of the four NFC East teams still alive in the final four for the NFC? Bengals, Bills, ton of storyline in that game, of course. Bengals were at the Bills a couple weeks ago. Well, was it three weeks ago now? Where you had DeMar Hamlin, okay. So Bengals are back there now. Jaguars and Chiefs, game's going to be bad. It's not going to be good. Speaking of which, Jessica Blaylock, big Jaguars fan. She was a Jacksonville girl. Jessica Blaylock, she's one of our favorites. Bally Sports, she's going to join us coming up. We're going to talk some Panther hockey with her. Uh, We'll we'll see what she's watching these days. We like going over Netflix. And uh, yeah, and we'll ask her about the Jaguars, all right? So we'll get our pal Jessica Blaylock on the show coming up in a few minutes here. Panthers got, Panthers have a big one tonight. And when I say a big one, it's like, oh, they're playing Montreal. Yeah, it's a big one because they're chasing that final wild card spot. Every regular season game from here on out for the Florida Panthers feels like a big game. So tonight you got the Panthers and the Montreal Canadiens trying to close out this road trip. Panthers are 5-2-1 in their last eight games. They're probably in the midst of their best stretch of hockey so far this season. But you gotta close out you got to close out the trip tonight with, with a game you need to win. Montreal, they suck. Come on. So, tonight you got the Panthers. Okay. But we got to start the show, of course, with your Miami Heat. I told you going back to the Brooklyn game, which was a loss, I believe the Heat are playing their best basketball of the season. So, I, I was frustrated when they lost that Brooklyn game at the end, not just because there was cheating, where they, they let Royce O'Neal maul Jimmy Butler at the end of that game. Not just because of the cheating, but I really feel like we're, we're playing. Oh, excuse me, I'm choking. I really feel 
like we're playing our best basketball of the season. And so not to come out with that win, that was frustrating. But going back to that game, I really like the direction that this team is trending in right now. They win last night. They're now 25-21. and 21. They tie a season best four games over 500, which they were before the Atlanta game. That, that's fresh. If you win that Atlanta game, you'd have been sitting here six games over 500, and now you're starting to cook with gas. But instead, 25-21, and 21, and they have now moved into the top six, which is where you want to be. They moved into the top six in the Eastern Conference. New York lost last night to Washington. The Heat are number six right now. Both teams 25 and 21. The Heat currently on the tiebreak. I don't believe that the Heat can catch top five. Although Brooklyn, we'll see. Because Kyrie Irving, not a leading man. And Brooklyn is now in a free fall because they don't have Kevin Durant, who is going to be out for at least the next few weeks. The Nets have lost three in a row. The Heat are three back. Of Brooklyn. They're all uh, three and a half back. They're three back of Cleveland. I don't think they're going to catch Cleveland. It's a lot of games. I I think the Heat, right there, that sweet spot is that, right there, that sweet spot is the number six position for Miami, where, you know, technically in the first round, you would face Philadelphia, who, yeah, like I, I think the Heat would be a live dog in a series with Philadelphia. But the Heat, finally, they have jumped into that top six. Oh, Zazla, they beat a Pelicans team that wasn't playing anybody. Okay, but here's the thing. They didn't just beat a team that wasn't playing anybody. They killed them from start to finish. And, and it wasn't even, oh, you know, they they pulled away in the second half like they did against Oklahoma City, right? Tight game, first half, one-point game. Then they were up by 10 the whole second half. The Heat were up by 20 the entire game. They got out to a 30-13 to lead. I don't know that the Pelicans got within single digits after that. I think they got within 12 a couple times. The Heat were up big the entire game. And you know, and look, the Heat have lost games this year to shorthanded teams. They love losing games or playing close games against shorthanded teams. That was a shorthanded team last night. The Heat were actually whole. I mean, Duncan Robinson's out, yeah. That was a shorthanded team last night on the road. Heat are a good road team. The Heat are one of the be- matter of fact, the Heat are one of the best road teams. The Heat are 11 and 12 on the road this year. If you're a 500 team on the road, you're a good team. The Heat crushed an undermanned New Orleans team last night. And you know what? That's what good teams do. They're, it's not like they won by four. They crushed an undermanned team. That's what good teams do. So it, it just it, it further endorses. I think the Heat are heading in the right direction right now. Because if you're heading in the right direction, last night is what you do to that Pelicans team. You don't dick around. Game starts, you immediately get out big, and you never let up. So Bam last night, who, by the way, Bam's an all-star this year. Bam needs to be in the all-star game. He has taken that next step. We'll get to that in a moment. Bam, 26 points last night. 11 of 15 from the floor. Jimmy Butler, 18 points, 8 for 13. Max Struess, 16 points, 10 assists. 10 assists, right? 10 assists? I believe it was 10 assists. 10 assists for Max Struess. Gabe Vincent had 16 off the bench. He remains hot. Kyle Lowry returned. He did nothing. He never does anything. He had a couple baskets very early in the game, and then, you know, he did nothing the rest of the way. But from Kyle Lowry being there, it kind of steadies the rotation, and now... You got a bench that could do a little something. Struess, Oladipo, Vincent, 
You got some guys who could score off the bench. Heat bench scored 49 last night. Orlando, like Orlando Robinson had a double figure game. Can't count on that. But the Heat bench last night at 49. So Lowry being back, that's where it helps. Not that he's actually back, but it steadies the rotation and gives you a bench that's that can that can be potent. And that's what you got last night. Uh, so the Heat, they, they crushed New Orleans last night. Next up for them is Friday. They are in Dallas. So, and that's an ESPN game. And the Mavericks are struggling a little bit right now. So, the Heat have a chance here to, to close out. They play Sunday home against New Orleans. That Pelican team we saw last night. You got a chance to close out this road trip very, very strong. I really do believe the Heat are starting. I, I think they're starting to look like the Heat. And... We talked about this going into the season where you may not have liked that they didn't do anything in the offseason. You may not like that they didn't accomplish what maybe they tried to do in the offseason. They literally didn't add anybody. That's not how you improve. Oh, Zazzle, what do you expect from this team? They didn't do anything. Well, at the very least, I expect them to be close to what they were last year. Who cares they got rid of P.J. Tucker? P.J. Tucker ain't the reason why this team was struggling. Give me a break. The way this Heat team was going to improve upon last year, internal growth. That was the way. Now, Tyler Hero, he, and, and I, I, think, I think Israel mentioned this on our show a couple days ago. If you miss any of Zazzle's show 2.0, you can always go back, go, go back on the feed. Go back on the podcast feed. Go back and listen to a show. Come on now. You know what I'm talking about. Israel joined us a couple days ago, and he talked about how, yeah, when Tyler Hero returns from if he misses a game or two, He's usually rusty. Well, he was 0 for 7 from 3 again last night. 6 of 6 from 2. He, he's the best two-point shooter last night. 0 for 7 from 3 for Tyler Hero. Now, Tyler can be up and down. That's for sure. But the internal growth that you're getting, number one from Bam. Yeah, Bam's taking the next step. He is a consistent offensive threat. He has the most paint baskets in the entire league this year. Everything he's getting is around the basket in the paint. You've, he is not hesitant. He's He is so far removed from that guy last year who was hesitant to take that mid-range jumper. So far removed. He's become a big-time offensive player. He had 26 last. 11 of 15 from the floor. It's like 70%. I don't have my abacus with me here. I'm sorry. You're getting that internal growth from Bam. And you're also getting it from Victor Oladipo. And look, he only, I think he had seven points last night, Oladipo. But Oladipo on both ends of the floor. Offense and defense, very strong. So far removed from the player we saw last year. Looks, I mean, he, he looks like Victor Oladipo for the most part out there. That's why this team, they're getting that internal growth. Now, you got to be healthy. Everybody knows that. But that's why this team, I, I really do believe they're, they're headed in the right direction now. Look, everyone's out, pretty much everyone. Guys like Tyler Hero aren't who signed the, the big extension in the offseason. But pretty much everyone in the league is eligible to be traded now. Force the front office to make a big trade. Force the front office to be buyers. In a month from now, within the next month, before the trade deadline. Force them to get a guy, uh, you know, a stretch big type who you could put next to Bam at a bio. And that's nothing against Caleb Martin. I- I've told you this, you know, where, oh, Caleb Martin, they got they to upgrade from Caleb Martin. Why do you have to have five all-stars in the starting lineup? 
I would say guys who are paid the way Bam is paid, who are paid the way Butler is paid, who are paid the way Hero is paid, who are paid the way Lowry is paid, you all, like, that's not enough. Those four guys. You also have to have, you know, player X who's all the way up here rather than a guy like Caleb Martin who's here. You have to have a player who's all the way up here also to round out that starting five. When you're paying those guys I just mentioned all of that money, you don't have to have five studs. And look, I ain't saying Kyle Lowry's a stud. You don't have to have five studs in the starting lineup. So I think that whole thing got to improve upon Caleb Martin. I think that is so overstated. But force the front office to go out there and be buyers. Force them to believe that this team has a chance. And I know there are rumors out there about D'Angelo Russell. I told you, I'd be all for getting rid of Lowry and adding D'Angelo Russell, but I I don't think D'Angelo Russell's a Heat kind of guy. I don't think they see him as their kind of guy. I I would be surprised if that kind of move was made. But, like, I heard John Collins' name was mentioned again. I I don't know. John John Collins would be great on this team, but John Collins was mentioned throughout the summer. Nothing happened. I feel like he's kind of just a name that gets thrown out there, and I don't even know if there's any real traction to it. But force this front office to make a move. Force Andy Ellisberg and Pat Riley to sit there and say, listen, just like every other Eric Spolster coach Miami Heat team, we're getting better throughout the season. We're going to get better in the second half of the year. And we got an opportunity here. Again, the window's the window. All right, in the four years Jimmy Butler's been here, we got an NBA Finals appearance and a shot away from the NBA Finals. This is the window. Let's go out. Let's let's swing big. Let's make a move. We got some first-round picks. Let's do it. Let's add somebody to this team. This team's trending in the right direction. So, I'm really pleased with what the Heat are doing right now. I like that win last night. I like being able to just sit back, chill, relax. Like, yeah, this game's a blowout. Talk to my wife a little bit throughout the game. Chat her up. I don't have to pay as close attention to what's going on. So smoking them fools. Yeah, I, l- I like that kind of game every now and then. Yeah. So the Heat now, number six in the Eastern Conference, tied for a season best, four games over 500. They're going to look finish the trip strong tomorrow night. All guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by our beer of choice, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba, European roots with a Caribbean soul. Hey, it, it's Thursday. Let's get the weekend started. Go out there, pick up yourself a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, refreshing German lager in a can, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco e Moss. You walk in feeling one kind of way, you walk out feeling another kind of way because you got yourself a six-pack of Johnny. And remember Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. Joining us here, one of our favorites is Jessica Blaylock, Bally Sports. The Panthers back tonight. They are in Montreal, okay, of course, where my family is from, my mother's side. So, uh, you know, I got a soft spot for the Canadians. The Canadians, uh, Jessica, were, were my favorite team growing up as a result of that, because we didn't have a team down here until 93. I was 12 years old when the Panthers, that was amazing, by the way. Like we growing up down here, we had the dolphins and then all of a sudden only the dolphins. And then from the time of me being seven years old to 12 years old, we went from having one team to four teams down here. Like it happened fast, (laughs) but the Canadians were always the team that I rooted for. Who was the team that you rooted for growing up? A couple things. First off, 
uh, well done on saying Montreal in a very French Canadian way, Montreal. Uh, the teams that I grew up rooting for, hardcore, you know, University of Florida Gators mm-hmm. household, hardcore. Um, and my dad originally being from right outside Boston, uh, the Red Sox. And then I can kind of identify a little bit with the, you know, getting a team when you were a kid because we got the Jacksonville Jaguars when I was in seventh grade. So, you know, right around 11, 12 years old. So once the Jaguars came into town, uh, which by the way, go Jags, um, like everybody, right, was a massive, massive Jaguar fan. So, so the Jaguars, the Gators, and the Red Sox are the three teams that I really, really remember, you know, hardcore rooting for growing up. It's a cool experience where you get to you get to start being a fan of the team at their birth. Yeah. And yeah. like I said, because of my age and because of, you know, the market here, three of the four teams we have here in South Florida, I, I got to experience from birth. It's 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 a cool experience. Well, and now we're at the point where you have those Heat fans, those Panther fans, those Marlins fans who, when they were born, the team has already been in existence. So they've had the opportunity to have the team their whole life. Um, and you're starting to get kind of that that feel because you see with all these classic teams, whether it's the New York Rangers, whether it's the Chicago Cubs, whatever it may be, the Green Bay Packers, you, you pass that fandom down from generation to generation. And so you're now starting to get um, – you're starting to get that with the teams who are still overall very young in their franchise's existence. Now, I know you're not in Montreal uh, tonight, <laughs> but where does, uh, or, you know, forget about Montreal, but just when you're traveling with the Panthers, what, what are your favorite cities uh, to be stopping at? There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, Montreal is a great one, especially yeah. old Montreal. And I, I mean, I love, I, you know, I took French in college. I, I'm on a 150 day Duolingo streak for French. Like I love all things, you know, French and, and, and Montreal, uh, it's so European, you know, it's, it's such, it's got such a European feel to it. So I, I love Montreal. I mean, Vegas, the fact that I get to go to Vegas for hockey now, uh, we saw like, you there in the stands a couple weeks ago. I, yeah. How did how did that work out? How was that experience? Okay, so I just turned 40. I know you had a birthday as well. Happy yeah, birthday. Thank you. Um, my nephew just turned 21. So when the hockey schedule came out, I took a look at it because I knew I was going to be turning 40. I knew he was going to be turning 21. 
And sure enough, the Panthers were in Vegas on January 12th, perfectly, you know, situated right in between his 21st birthday on January 10th and my 40th on January 15th. So I was like, what are the odds that this works out so perfectly? So I took last week off and um, just went out to Vegas for fun. And that included going to the game. So it was really cool to be at a game, especially on the road, and just get to go and enjoy it as a fan. So Was that the first time that you've done that on the road where you've watched the team from the stands? Only if... Like, we've had road games before where, like, it was an ESPN Plus broadcast. Right. But you're probably so, watching the press box for those games, right? And then I watch in the press box, and I take notes during the game because, you know, we've got to work the next game. So this one, I really just, like, no note-taking, like, get a drink, settle in, and just really enjoy it. They had the game. camera on you for, like, a good 60 seconds where you get oh, really? Oh, you, you didn't get, like, messages like, hey, Jess, they no, got you I, on? I, I, <laughs> I got a screenshot of me on, um, you know, on the TV, but I didn't realize that maybe the the camera was on for that long. But I yeah. did, did you see how locked in I was. I mean, I was oh like, yeah, yeah, I hyper focused. Yeah, but that, that now when they was, score a goal that night, do you keep it cool? Or do you stand up and you cheer? Oh, I mean, I keep it cool when I'm in the press box just to be respectful. But I, there were a bunch of Panther fans actually sitting around me in Vegas. So like we were getting up, like high-fiving, cheering, like (laughs) the whole shebang. So, um, you know, tough to see the way it ended because I really thought the Panthers could have had that game. Um, But, you know, Vegas, one of the best teams in the league and, and the Panthers were right in that one till the very end. Um, and I think that's kind of been the overall theme for that team, you know, the past couple of weeks, they've just continued to trend upwards, which is good to see. I've been very hard on the Panthers so far this year. I think it's all very deserved. Uh, but also I've been hard on them because I love them so much and, and, and they've just like, they've just been killing me this year, you know? So it comes from a good place, but I will tell you, um, I, I do believe, and, and I think this is the the case with, with both the Heat and the Panthers, who both got off to just terrible, terrible starts. It does seem, I, I do think that both teams, certainly the Heat, I do think that both teams are trending in the right direction now, finally, are both playing, you know, their best uh, their best games. I, do, I, I think if the Panthers win tonight, I mean, look, it's Montreal. You better win this game tonight. They stink. If you win tonight, I think you're like... Uh, you know, six, two, and one in their last nine games, it would be if they can get a win tonight. So it really does feel like the Panthers are playing their best hockey right now. Yeah, I think so too. And a couple guys talked about that um, the other night after that game against Toronto, which yeah. they did not lose. The officials absolutely screwed them over. And they and played very well that game. They played unbelievable. And, and Bob made some insane saves. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just, I really honestly, it's funny when there are games like that, right. Where Bobrovsky gives up five goals. It's like, he was actually pretty, he was really good. And the fact that like, I know that that Toronto got two power play goals, but when you give a team seven power plays, especially a team that has that good of a power play and you only hold them to two. Um, oh, and seven. the two, especially I, with Gudis, they were both oh, with Gudis on the so, box, the two power play goals. They were bullshit I, calls. That was I not was right. So mad. I was so bad. And like, Zaz, I try really hard. I know like during baseball season, I'll complain about the strike zone on Twitter and things like that when it's really egregious, but like 99.9% of the time, 
we don't talk about the officials in the post game show because so often it, it tends to even out in the long run, mm-hmm. but it was so one-sided and awful the other night that like we did a whole thing in the post game show on like the questionable calls. Now, would you have done that? Was that a reaction to Paul Maurice and what he said post game? No, it was something that we had kept an eye on and agreed with the whole game. I mean, and even Goldie and Randy were talking about it too. Oh yeah. And Randy, like I was saying on the show yesterday, Randy, is usually super like straight down the middle when it comes to yeah. that stuff. Gold Goldie will, will speak his mind a lot. Oh yeah. But both of them were pretty critical. Yeah, absolutely. So sorry, I totally digress on that. Yes, but the whole point being that um they played great. They've been playing great. Uh, you know, going into that game against Montreal, or excuse me, against Toronto, they had won five out of seven, first time that they had done that all season. They at least picked up a point the other night. They're facing Montreal tonight, a team that they beat earlier this season, seven to two. Barkov had a hat trick. Kachuk had two goals. Um, you know, so so a great chance to pick up two more points tonight before coming home. Uh, but you know, one thing that that Barkov and, and Ekblad and and some of those guys talked about after that game against Toronto was how they feel like they're playing to their identity. They they feel like they're playing together well as a team. And I know people have been, you know, critical of the Panthers this season. And, and I do think you're right. I I do think that they, you know, have underachieved. And I think every player in that dressing room would say that, you know, you're not saying anything that a player themselves wouldn't say. They feel like they should be in a better position, but I do think that there is some truth to the fact that there were going to be growing pains this year that maybe some people didn't think about when you're trying to implement a completely different style of how you want to play this team and the, and the structure and the system is supposed to be a night and day difference of how they played last year when they really just relied on outscoring everybody because they had that kind of offensive talent and offensive depth. And you see what happened last year, had it not been for Carter Verhage, they probably would have gotten beat in the first round by the Capitals and then Tampa sweeps them because that style in the long run doesn't always work in the playoffs as much as there have probably been a lot of frustrating games so far this season, as much of, as there have been a lot of growing pains, I have to believe that the style of hockey they're trying to play this year in the long run is going to benefit them way more than the style that they played last year. Have you gotten to know Matthew Kachuk at all? A little bit. Uh, not as much as I probably would have in the past because I'm I'm not traveling with the team this year because I'm in the studio so much. Um, but I've had some one-on-one conversations with him. And um, I think Kachuk is great. I think he has got just a wonderful personality. He's really, really a nice guy that he always makes time for you if you need to talk to him. Um, and then just everything he's done on the ice. He has been, you know, Jeff Chikrin and I were talking about this the other night. He hasn't just been, you know, what you expected. He hasn't just right. met expectations. He has far exceeded expectations. Yeah. Um, and he's been exactly the type of player that this organization needed. And especially, especially that grit and that attitude and that, you know, 
that almost that sass, right. That he brings to the ice every single game, that intensity. And I have loved watching him be a Florida Panther. Jess, are you, uh, are you going to have responsibilities for the all-star? What do you have going on for all-star here? Yeah, because that is an NHL run event versus, you know, solely by the Florida Panthers. Um, they bring in like all league people essentially. So I could, I could see us, you know, possibly doing an inside the Panther show kind of highlighting, um, Kachuk and, and the different activities that he participates in and things like that. Um, but if we do that, my guess is, is that Katie, uh, Katie Engelson will, will probably be all over taking care of that. So are the rosters all set? It feels like, like, Brandon Montour should be in this game. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. He's I think been Montour, so good. He has been phenomenal. And I've, I've tried to make that point like every once in a while on our on our uh, our broadcasts, every time we do like a promo for all-star voting. So basically like all the representatives like for each individual team have been announced, but they're right. still kind of similar to baseball, a fan vote. And then okay. coaches will weigh in. So there is opportunity to still get Montour in. You can vote at NHL.com slash vote, I think is the website, or you can send a tweet with either the player's full name or tag their Twitter handle. So for sure, Panther fans, show Brandon Montour some love. And, and can we do the cheating where we could just click like retweet and it counts as a vote? I, that I'm not sure. I, I haven't taken a <laughs> deep dive into the, uh, the rules, but... We absolutely need to to get Brandon Montour some some all star love because he has. You talk about a guy that stepped up big time when Ekblad was hurt and went. You, I mean, he took on so many extra minutes. He's been great defensively. He's been great offensively, mm-hmm. and just the the defensemen in general with their scoring. I mean, they've got twenty eight goals uh, as a, as a unit this season, which leads the league. So you know. Our, and Montour, you know, he's got eight of those. So he is, he has been, he's been fantastic this year. Do we hear anything about Duclair? So he, the, I think the last update, um, he has been skating. Um, and I know when I talked to him opening night, he's been doing a bunch of different things. So not only the physical therapy to rehab from the injury, but what I thought was really interesting is he's been going to a sports psychologist as well to make sure that when he comes back, he's mentally ready, right? That he's like work through the injury, work through any issues stemming from the injury that could have kind of had an impact on his mental state. Um, so he is doing everything he can to get back. And I, I think all of the projections at the beginning of the season were basically like post all-star break, um, which is right around the corner. So well, if everything is, yeah, well, think about his speed in particular. You know, you you throw him on a second line, and now that just creates depth. And and look at the Panthers' top two lines, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say, where do you slide him in? I, I feel like he's going to be a third-line guy right now. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm wondering, too, because traditionally he had played on that second line. I think it was at one point, you know, uh, Duke and Bennett with Huberto, um, and Bennett was centering that line. So... I, but now you got Bennett, Kachuk, and uh, and Verhage. Yeah, you know, you're not moving that The top line with Barkov and Reinhardt. So those two lines are great. So I don't know. Maybe you do slot him in on the third line. Maybe you, maybe you try and get him back with with Bennett um, to get him 
at least some comfort with a guy he's played with before. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's, I mean, hey, you get that much more depth to your forward group when you get a guy back like Anthony Duclair. They they win tonight and they, now granted games in hand are, uh, are a situation, but they yeah. win tonight. They would be two points back then of of Pittsburgh for that second wild card spot and for a Panther team who I think you know before this most recent stretch I think they were eight or nine back because because the division the top three in division believe it or not it's completely out of reach they have no chance it's so it's out of reach but for for a wild card spot when they were they were eight or nine back like two weeks ago ago? that's making up a lot of ground doesn't it feel night and day difference how you feel about them potentially getting back into a playoff spot? Doesn't it feel so different now than it did literally just like two or three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, that's what bunching wins together. Obviously, I know that's the most obvious statement, I guess, in the world, but like just find a way to keep picking up points. It's funny. Like it's- I, I made the point on my show yesterday and, and you know, look, uh, the NBA basketball, it's my favorite sport, but like the NHL regular season, it's so far superior to the NBA's regular season. Like the heat won last night. They kicked the shit out of the Pelicans. Okay, great. <laughs> if they would have lost that game. All right. Like it'd have been stupid if they lost, but it, it, it like it, they're going to be able to make it up in the, and make up ground in the standings. The Panthers right. tonight, like, you have to win this game against Montreal. Like the games and the Panthers have like 36 games remaining in the season and all of them are going to feel important. Oh, a hundred percent. And basically every player has said every game is like a playoff game for us. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, they, they understand the position they, they are in. They understand the need for points every single night. Um, and by the way, even though they handed it to Montreal at FLA live arena, Montreal has now won back-to-back games against a very good New York Rangers team and a very good Winnipeg Jets team. So, you know, Montreal has found a little something themselves in their last couple of games. So I don't necessarily expect tonight to be a 7-2 final again, especially with it being on the road. I do expect this to be a little bit of a closer game, but I agree the way that the Panthers have been playing lately this is one that you look at and say, we have to find have a to. way to, have we, to. we have to. Yep. So how have you experienced the last two weeks of Jacksonville Jaguar football? <laughs> so I watched, I was home finally, luckily on a Saturday night for that um, game Titans. against the Titans locked in like the whole time. And <laughs> could not believe the great defensive play that essentially won it. And I mean, it was really, it was the Jaguars defense that won that game, you know, and even Trevor Lawrence, I think in his post game interview said, I've got to be a lot better than that. Like, you know, we're, we, I'm glad that we won this game, but like, I have to be better. Like offensively, we have to be better. Like it was hands down. uh, You got to give the defense a ton of credit because the Jaguar defense really won them that game against the Titans. Um, I was flying back from Vegas. I connected in Atlanta. Um, so I, it's funny. I landed in Atlanta. I pulled up the Panther game against Vancouver on my phone. And then when I got to the terminal, 
sat down and they had the Jaguar game on the TV, but I only saw the first half. So oh. I was like, oh my gosh, this is just horrible. You know, I'm just super grateful we made it to the playoffs. Um, the, like, And then we land and the guy sitting next to me who had tried to watch some of the game on his phone before we took off, he looked at me and he's like, the Jaguars won. Yeah. He came back and won. Like, are you kidding me? What? <laughs> so I'm so bummed. Like, I'm so happy they won, but I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get to see the second half well, of the yeah, game. Well, yeah, because this weekend's going to play out a little bit different. Which was infinitely better than the first half. Yeah, and now you've just got to play, oh, by the way, the Kansas City Chiefs. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be an incredibly tough matchup. And I, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, but, you know. Finally here. That offense is just, that's a tough task for anybody. Finally here, Jess. Uh, obviously, like you said, you've done a little bit of traveling recently, not as much as in past years with the Panthers. What are we watching? Have you finished Netflix? Are you watching any shows right now? Uh, let's see. What, what am, okay. I just started Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like you've never seen it before? So I have seen a couple of different episodes and, you know, like, Minervini loves Curb Your Enthusiasm. I loved Seinfeld back mm-hmm. in the day. So uh, people are always like, how have you never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm? I mean, Curb like, is like Seinfeld on steroids. Oh, totally, totally. And I'm like, I, I know, I know. So like anytime like I've hung out with Craig on occasion, if we've like watched a <laughs> Panther game when we've both been off or something, he'll always throw on an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm afterwards. And the one that I had seen that I thought was hilarious is when he wants to go to the Dodger game, but he needs somebody to go with him so he can use the um, the two-passenger lane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that episode is phenomenal. Jess, so do, you, I, do, you know the sto- do you know what happened with them filming yes, that episode? Yes. They actually exonerated somebody for murder because yep. they spotted that he was in the crowd. His alibi from, like, checked out. For footage. Which is crazy to think about the implications of shooting that episode. Saved now, a man's saved a man's life as a result. No, I totally, totally. So, um, so I did. I did the other night throw on a couple of episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm, <laughs> but I still need to finish Ozark. I haven't seen the, the oh. final season of Ozark yet. Everybody is talking about Yellowstone. I haven't seen an episode of Right, I haven't seen Yellowstone either, and everyone loves it, and I know I would yeah. like it because it seems like Sons of Anarchy, but on a ranch, and I love yeah. Sons of Anarchy. And you know what I've never, I think we've talked about this before, you know what I still have never seen? And I love mob movies. I love Casino. I love Goodfellas. So, like, I'm stunned I've never watched The Sopranos. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I still have, here's the problem. You would think baseball season would be ideal because yeah. you're traveling a lot. You're on the plane, like download some episodes, whatever. But for some reason, I, I I do sometimes go through these stretches where like I get on to watching a show and I'll binge watch like five, six episodes in one day or whatever. But then for some reason, like take forever to get to like the next season or Okay, Emily in Paris. Mm-hmm. That's such a girly one, but I'm going to Paris again in March. So I'm saving the third season of that to watch on the flight over to Paris. Okay. All so, right. But Paris is like one of those ones. It's a total girly. It's yeah, like my the, wife watches it. Yeah. The fashion, the city, you know, all that stuff. It's yeah. it's a little it's a little over the top, but I, I just I love Paris. So I love seeing all the, you know, 
the scenes around the city and all the landmarks and and you should watch Sopranos if you're into mob stuff. I mean, and Sopranos is like the OG, right? You know, uh, TV like it changed everything. You know, you got the antihero and Tony Soprano and. Uh, it, it led to other types of well, shows. So like great that. about Breaking Bad was, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, Walter White was basically like the ultimate anti-hero as yeah. well. And his whole character arc and like you're kind of changing, evolving feelings about him and what he's yeah. doing, why he's doing it. And so, I mean, Breaking Bad was was unbelievable. All right, so you got some stuff. I, I, I just finished. Mm-hmm. I got some stuff I got to do. Yeah. I, I just finished watching it. It was a miniseries, only six episodes, but on Apple TV, I just finished watching Blackbird, which uh, I was, oh. oh, I was blown away. That's the one where the guy is in prison, like trying to get the other guy to confess yeah. to. I saw previews for that and I was like, this looks unbelievable. Like, okay, so you recommend it. The guy who was in prison just won the Golden Globe for Best wow. Supporting Actor. Uh, you know, the guy who's essentially the villain, um, right. the murderer. And yeah, I just finished all six episodes a couple of nights ago. Uh, just incredible performances from Taron Egerton. Uh, it was Ray Liotta's last... He, he died during the filming. Yeah. And, and he was phenomenal in this. It's, it wasn't a huge role he had, but an important role. <laughs> He like a like a good role for it to be his last time on screen. Yeah. He was phenomenal. I look, I got a weird obsession with prison movies or prison TV shows anyway, but this I, I was on edge. It was very intense. All yeah. six episodes. And it's a true story. It was yes. very intense. I I need to watch that. I need to take advantage of having all of these different subscriptions. Like I don't even know. I pay for I pay for so many things, especially when it comes to television. I can't even keep up anymore. So I didn't even realize that I was paying for Apple TV. I probably had it for years. And you I was like, gotta get oh. on it then. You gotta do it. So I need to literally find from every streaming service something that I want to watch so that I can finally at least justify paying for all of them. Watch Blackbird. Uh, a little, a little bit disturbing, but oh, and Greg Kinnear also is in it. He was phenomenal. I've never seen him in a role like that. It was, uh, yeah, watch Black. I can't recommend it enough. Blackbird, really, really good. Done. Uh, Jess, uh, you're on tonight. You're hosting in studio? Yes, yes. With uh, Ed Jovanovsky is with me tonight. So Jovo and I will have you covered um, starting at 6.30 with our pregame show. That's my guy right there, Ed Jovanovsky. Great job, Jess. Always, Always love having you on the show. I would say good luck about the Jaguars this weekend, but they need a little bit more than just luck. Uh, <laughs> they might need divine intervention this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, hopefully big two points tonight though, coming from the Panthers. Great job as always, Jess. Thanks so much. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Excellent job there. Of course, by our friend, Jessica Blaylock Panthers tonight. Come on, let's go. Like she said, seven goals last time they faced Montreal. Barkov had a hat trick. Kachuk had a pair. I think that was Barkov's first game back, and he had the hat trick in the first period. Do it again tonight. Let's go. Montreal stinks. Panthers, they're playing their, you know, they're they're playing good hockey right now. All right, so come on. Make me start to believe. You can catch that wild card spot. Let's do it. Um, We are, uh, like I said, we're a couple days away from the divisional round playoffs. We'll really get into that tomorrow. We'll get more into the betting lines. We'll talk more NFL tomorrow. Uh, If if you want to get some of the betting options, yesterday, our pal, Odyssey Sports, you better you bet, Nick Costos, used to join the Zaslow Show every week for years. He made his triumphant return 
to Zaslow Show 2.0 yesterday. So you want to go back and listen to Nick. He was on yesterday's show. We'll do a little bit more of that to be certain on tomorrow's show as well. Hey, if you're looking for a place to watch the divisional games, I will be at Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach this Sunday. Come hang out. I know a few of you were there last weekend. I ended up being a game-time decision for the Dolphins game. I didn't make it. I am going to be there this Sunday. Come on out, Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach, world's greatest upscale dive bar. You got live music every day. The Briny Hour, that's happy hour, 4 to 7 p.m. on weekdays. But come hang out with me this Sunday. We're going to watch the divisional game. So that's Bengals, Bills, Cowboys, 49ers. That's a great day of divisional football. Come on out Sunday. <coughs> Look, you got fish and chips. You got mahi tacos. You got shepherd's pie. I, I love shepherd's pie so much. Come on now. Come get out there. You got great food, cold beer. I mean, great beer on draft as well. So come hang out this Sunday. Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach, Atlantic Boulevard, all the way out to the ocean. Park behind the Briny. They will validate your tag. You will not have to pay for parking. World's greatest upscale dive bar, Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. All right. So tonight, we got the Panthers. It's Thursday night, so it's the one night a week that there's no wrestling. All right. So if if you're into that, you got to find something else to do after the Panther game. I was watching AEW Dynamite last night after the Heat game. And, you know, they did a little bit on Jay Briscoe. I told you yesterday how Jay Briscoe, Ring of Honor, he died in a car crash. Oh, my God. I hope his daughters, he has young girls. Apparently, they're, they're dealing with uh, uh, injuries as well. I, I hope they're okay or, or that they're going to be okay. Uh, going to be okay. Their father just died. So horrible. And uh, so they did a little bit of a tribute to him last night on AEW Dynamite. We'll talk more about it on Saturdays. It's still real to me. That's obviously my, my, res- my wrestling show. So come on, uh, make sure you look out for that. Me and my partner, Joey Levin, it's still real to me every Saturday. Hey, I got to tell you guys, if you're not feeling well, all right, this isn't a hot take. This is just me trying to help you out, all right? If you're not feeling well, what if I told you that a doctor can come to your home and treat you in the comfort of your own living room? What if you're at work, you're in the office, you don't feel well, but you don't have time to go make an appointment with the doctor, go on out there because you're working? What if the doctor will come to your office and treat you there? Well, let me tell you about Doctors on Call 365, South Florida's urgent care that comes to you. That's right. The convenience for me, that's that's worth anything. I'll pay whatever. But here's the thing. It's self-pay, Doctors on Call 365, South Florida's urgent care that comes to you. But the price you would pay out of pocket, your copay if you go to the ER or if you go to an urgent care, not only are you going to wait for hours to be seen, but you're going to pay more for your copay than you would pay for Doctors on Call 365 to come and treat you at your convenience. You'll get someone on the phone immediately, 786-577-9302. Go online, doctorsoncall365.com. Broward County, Miami-Dade, Southern Palm Beach as well. Like I said, you'll get someone on the phone immediately. I've used Doctors on Call 365. Used for myself, had to get a COVID test. Used it for my son, had to get a strep test. You need a flu test, you need IV fluids, you need blood drawn. You need your prescription refilled. 786-577-9302. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, you get someone on the phone. The convenience, like I said, priceless. Doctors on call, 365.com. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Come on now, you know what I'm talking about. Big deal or not a big deal. Let's start things out with, 
I already told you, the Western Conference in the NBA is bananas. I love what's going on in the Western Conference right now. After last night's win at the Lakers, the Sacramento Kings, they improved to 25-18. and 18. The Kings, whenever you're thinking about a garbage NBA franchise, the Kings are the first one that comes to your mind, right? The Sacramento Kings at 25-18 and 18 are third place in the Western Conference after last night's win. That's a big deal. I love what this Western Conference looks like. Look at the top six in the Western Conference. Here you go. Denver, Memphis, Sacramento, New Orleans, Dallas, Utah. I love the Western Conference this year. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? How about Chris Ford, longtime NBA player, former head coach, Boston Celtics. He may coach the Clippers also. Chris Ford passed away yesterday. I believe he was 73 or, or 74 years old. And, and, and it's a big deal, not just because he passed away and he's an NBA great, but how about this? The first ever three-point field goal made in NBA history, Chris Ford. That's right. Chris Ford, first ever three-point field goal made. That, that's a trivia nugget right there for Yass. That's a big deal. All right. Big deal or not a big deal? So we talked about this yesterday because on Tuesday, it was Aaron Rodgers Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show. And Aaron Rodgers spoke about, you know, if he's going to play anymore, if he's going to play for the Packers. He talked about how he still believes he can play at a high level, still believes he can win MVP. Well, some people didn't take that. Uh, they didn't like that he was talking about winning MVP at this point in his career. Here's Rob Gronkowski. He was on with Kay Adams from NFL Network. She's got a pod- podcast. I think it's called, uh, ah, you know what, I, I forget what it's called. But it's Kay Adams from the from uh, the, the NFL Network's Good Morning Football. Here's Rob Gronkowski. He didn't love it. I, I'm totally fine with everything he said except one major part, and that's the MVP again. It's just that I think I... I think I could win another Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and, it, and then that would have been totally fine. Like, like, bro, like, why are you thinking MVP? Like, don't you want Super Bowls? Like, Super Bowls are, are I think, five times greater than a, than an MVP award. Like, we all know that you won the MVP a few times now, but like, you know, everyone would everyone would know even more how many more Super Bowls you won than MVP. So that, that's why I'm just a little confused about that. You know, about that quote that he just had. I mean, it should be Super Bowls. You well, should never be thinking the MVP when, when you want, when Super Bowls are twice. And twice you've won, you've won four. He's better. won one. And, you know, a lot of people on Twitter and a lot of, a lot of people are saying Brady wouldn't, like, like Brady wouldn't say that. Brady would never, Brady would say, like, I want my team. I want that. And these, both of these guys are going to have to make so decisions. I, I know, I know there's plenty of people who, who thought the same thing where it's like at this point in your career, I was probably talking about winning as opposed to MVP. It is funny, though, where Gronk went from at one point there, talking about winning uh, a Super Bowl five times bigger than MVP. And at the very end, it was only two times. It was only twice as big as an MVP. That was interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm going big deal. I, I, I can see where Gronk is coming from. I can see where a lot of people are coming from. And look, and look Aaron Rodgers, he, he, he does come off. He's a little bit of a selfish player. He does come off that way. Finally, big deal or not a big deal. You know, we're nine days away from the Royal Rumble. Oh, my God, what a show it's going to be. Well, how about 31 years ago today, the greatest Royal Rumble ever, 1992, 
the title was on the line. First time ever. It's only happened twice. 1992 and 2016. I was at the one in 2016. But 1992, the first time ever, the WWF Championship is on the line because a few weeks before that, you had this Tuesday in Texas where The Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, uh, it, it was like a double disqualification. So Jack Tunney, the WWF president back then, stripped the title and put it on the line at the Royal Rumble. Ric Flair entered the Royal Rumble at number three. He was in the final three with Sid Justice and Hulk Hogan. Well, once again, Hulk in that final row. And looking from behind. Oh, Justice got rid of Hulk. Uh-oh. I don't like the looks of things now. There are no friends. There are no friends. Only enemies. Oh, is Hulk upset. He said, you stole my back. And of course, that led to the famous promo afterward with a tear in my eye. This is the greatest moment of my life. Ric Flair becomes the WWF champion. An incredible Royal Rumble. I think it's the greatest of all time. 31 years ago today. That's a big deal. If if, if you're of the younger generation of pro wrestling fam, go back and watch it. An incredible performance from Ric Flair. An all-time great moment. I remember I was 11 years old. Now my birthday is January 18th. It was yesterday and, of course, the day before that. My 11th birthday party. At my house, we ordered the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Which back back then, ordering pay-per-view was not easy. We ordered the pay-per-view, had like a dozen of my friends over, pizza party, watched the Royal Rumble, and Ric Flair wins it. That was a great birthday. I wish I was 11 again. That was a great birthday. That's a big deal. And that right there is another addition, a big deal or not a big deal. Yes, like I said, tomorrow we'll do a lot more on the NFL Divisional Playoff. Uh, Obviously, you'll have a Heat game day, Heat Mavericks. Hopefully, we'll be reacting to a Panther win tonight in Montreal. That's what I'm talking about. Come on. Hey, make sure you like, you rate, you comment. You do all that good stuff for Zaslow Show 2.0. Thanks to Jessica Blaylock. She's lovely. Always love having her on the show. Thanks to everyone who put together a great, helped put together a great show today. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. 
And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.